Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about content that converts. Now, I want to make sure that we're all super clear here that content has different purposes. Somebody could be creating content for the purpose of going viral. They could be creating content for the purpose of simply just making a connection with their ideal client. But we're going to be talking about today about content specifically that converts, okay? Um, I am not a person that, I think I've gone viral, like viral, it's such a overused word. Um, I've gone quote unquote viral uh, a few times. And when I say a few times, I mean that I got a huge boost in Instagram reel views or um, prior to the days of Instagram reels, maybe I got a lot of shares or saves. Like it's happened to me a few times, but never to the degree of which I woke up to 10,000 new followers and became Instagram famous overnight. Okay. So that is not what we're here to talk about today. I am not your coach if you are trying to go be Instagram famous. However, I am your coach if you want to make money off of your Instagram. Okay. I have less than 2,500 followers and my business has closed over $250,000 since starting back in 2019. Most of that that financial number happening within the last probably two, three years, because the first couple of years I really struggled um, to get my feet off the ground in the business. So that being said, I would say that I do specialize in helping online coaches who have smaller audiences monetize that smaller audience. Okay. So if that is you, if you're like, Candy, I only have like 500 followers. I only have a thousand followers. I only have 200 followers. That's Okay this episode is for you. So let's dive in. I'm going to give you five tangible things that are going to help you elevate your content so that your content can convert and you can be crafting compelling Instagram posts as an online coach. Let's dive in. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, My husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. 
In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high-ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. As I said in the beginning, I am not a viral coach. I am not Instagram famous by any means. I am not somebody that is going to teach you how to gain 100,000 followers in 30 days. Now, there are coaches out there, and I do believe that there is a place for that, right? There is a place for massive audience growth. However, in the beginning of somebody starting an online coaching business, in my opinion, The big problem that they face is not that, oh my gosh, I don't have enough followers. It's I'm not making money. Like I need money in my bank account. And there are plenty of people, you guys, that have a whole bunch of Instagram followers that are not making money. And it's it's something that I think that we all logically know that like just because somebody has a lot of followers doesn't necessarily mean that they're making a lot of money. But it's something that we still get caught up in believing that lie often. Like if I see somebody that has 15,000 followers, like I too will be like, like, oh, she must be making like a lot of money, which is not necessarily always the case. Um, and you would be surprised. Sometimes it's the smaller accounts that are making far more money than the larger accounts. You have no idea how somebody uh, accumulated those followers. Did they buy those followers? Did they accumulate those followers eight years ago because when the Instagram algorithm was chronological? Like, I would be so much more interested in how much that content is actually converting, what does the engagement look like of that content, how much money is that coach making, rather than how many followers uh, they have. And so that leads us to today's topic of creating content that converts. How do we craft compelling Instagram posts, whether that's a reel, whether that's a graphic, whether that is a picture post, what have you, as an online coach, somebody who is looking to sell high ticket one-on-one coaching, because as you know, that is our specialty here on the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. I teach new online coaches, new meaning that you've had your business for less than two years, or you're working towards closing that first $100,000. And I teach you how to monetize your small Instagram audience by selling high ticket one-on-one coaching on Instagram. That is my forte, okay? And so if that is your goal, which it is for most of you here, then you need to know these five things that are going to help you create those compelling Instagram posts and create content that converts. Not content that necessarily goes viral, but content that converts. So let's dive into it. Number one, you need to know your audience. Now you might say, well, duh, Cami. <laughs> but really, you would be surprised at maybe how many coaches don't know the language that their ideal client's using to describe the problem that they have. Here's the thing, and this is the illustration that I like to use. If two heart doctors, okay, cardiologists, were having a conversation regarding a patient, they would be having very high, probably high level 
conversation where they're using very advanced medical terminology because both of them went to medical school. Both of them are experts when it comes to medicine of the heart. And if they're talking about a patient, they're going to be using very advanced, maybe even hard to understand language to the average person. However, the second that that cardiologist walks into a patient's room and assuming that patient is not a doctor, that doctor had better change the language that they're using to make it make sense to the patient as to what's going on with their heart condition. Do you see what I'm saying? You as a coach are an expert in your field. Your ideal client is not necessarily an expert in your field. That's why they're hiring you. And so the way that you would describe something is not necessarily the way that your ideal client would describe something. And so you have to not only know your audience, know the pain points, know the desires that they want, the challenges that they're facing day to day, but you also have to know how they are saying it. For example, I was saying, uh, like probably last year, I was using the phrase sign more clients. However, after market research and hearing from my ideal client themselves, they were actually saying get more clients, which is like a little bit more straightforward than signing clients. They were saying get more clients. Now you might say, well, Kimmy, that's the same thing. Yes, it is the same thing, but my ideal client was saying it in a different way. And so if I'm really here to match the language of my ideal client, I needed to make a change from saying signing more clients to getting more clients. Hence my free training, the get more clients code, which you can get down in the show notes. Shameless plug, go get that free training. It is 75 minutes of pure value. Okay. Um, And if you don't have 75 minutes to sit down, then you have 75 minutes to listen while you're folding laundry or making lunch for the kids or you're on your commute to work or you're doing a workout, okay? Make make time to listen to that video because it is value packed. So that is number one. You need to know your audience. You need to understand their pain points. You need to understand their goals, their desires, their challenges on a daily basis. What do they value? And you need to know how they are explaining it rather than what words you would use. Number two, using storytelling. Storytelling is so powerful. Um, The most potent, powerful book in the world is the Bible. And the Bible is from cover to cover stories, okay? And these stories have shaped the course of the world, of of like mankind, of humanity, okay? Storytelling, I would say, is probably, if I had to say, probably the most powerful form of content. So what I would have you do is write down some of your core stories, okay? When you look at your transformation that you went through that your ideal client is also wanting to have, what are like three to four core stories that you went through over the course of your transformation? A story that I tell is how Lucas and I used to um, have a $60 grocery budget. Like we were hashtag broke. And now we spend between $150 to $200 a week on groceries. Massive difference, right? You're going to have several core stories that you tell over and over and over in your content that relate to your ideal client. However, there can be day-to-day stories that are maybe not something that you tell like forever in your content, but there are little things that happen day-to-day that you can share on your Instagram stories or in an Instagram reel or post that are relevant to your ideal client that make really, really great on the spot spontaneous content. For example, last year, Lucas and I's refrigerator just spontaneously just went out and it was a very unexpected expense. I think, I think 
I could be wrong, but I want to say it was like maybe around like $1,800 to get a new refrigerator, right? Um, and don't quote me on that price. It could have been wrong. But nevertheless, we had an unexpected expense for a very necessary appliance in our home that we had to like all of a sudden go buy this massive appliance and fork out a lot of money for now, five years ago, that would have been like devastating. Okay, now granted, five years ago, we were also in an apartment. Uh, we didn't own the refrigerator, so that would have been the responsibility of the apartment complex to replace that. But what I, the principle is that five years ago, an $1,800 unexpected expense would have wrecked us. And last year, an $1,800 expense wasn't convenient. It wasn't like something we were stoked about, but it also wasn't like turning our world upside down. That was something that I, it was like a day-to-day story that I told on my Instagram story. Um, It's probably not something that I'll tell like for the rest of my coaching career, but it's like a day-to-day story that was spontaneous. It was in the moment and I told a story about it. Okay, so you need to understand your core stories and then also like day-to-day stories that you can share on your feed um, in the form of your reels, grids, you know, Instagram stories, what have you. Number three, you need to have strategic call to actions. Now, if you are a call to action, also called a CTA, is essentially just in a nutshell, like what do you want your reader to do now? Okay, they, they've watched your reel. They've read your caption. Now what? Now what do you want them to do? Do you want them to go to the link in your bio? Do you want them to tag a friend? Do you want them to comment something? Do you want them to share it? Do you want them to save it? What do you want them to do? And when you're creating a piece of content, specifically a content that is converting, okay? A content that is helping you nurture your audience, to go from being an audience member to being a paying client, you need to be very strategic in how you're asking your audience to engage, okay? So now every post is is gonna be different and, and I would not, I would not suggest you having the same call to action for every single post, but you need to have a very clear and compelling call to action that directs your audience on like what the next steps are that you want them to take. Um, again, whether that is leaving a comment, like drop a, drop a uh, star emoji below if you want more details on this offer or click the link in my bio to go grab my free training or um, does this resonate with you? Let me know what your 2024 goals are below. Like you need to have a very clear understanding of how you're wanting them to engage with you. And then once they engage with you, then what? Again, like what's the purpose of them engaging? If, for example, if I had, if I made a post that was um, promoting Powerhouse and I said, drop a money emoji below if you want more details. And like, let's say that um, somebody dropped a money emoji in the comments. I would then have to go take action and I would message that person and inquire about their interest in Powerhouse and try and get them on a call. Okay. So you need to be just very clear about like, how do you want people to engage and what's the purpose of that engagement? And like, is it to put money in your pocket? Are you trying to sell something? Which I hope that you're not trying to sell something every single post. Are you trying to just understand who your warm leads are? What's the purpose of that post? Number four, visual appeal. Now it is my understanding that the history of Instagram goes back to the inspiration of the Polaroid photo. If you're not in if you're not familiar with what a Polaroid photo is, it's like those those 
like older photos that you take and then like with the camera and they immediately pop out and then you have to kind of like wave them around or let them sit for a few minutes and then the photo pops up right then and there, okay? Um, if you think back to the original, like like how content was originally displayed on Instagram, it was a photo, it was in the shape of a Polaroid and it was paired with the caption. And when you have a traditional Polaroid in your hand, there's usually um, a spot underneath where you can like write like a little note about the picture. Okay. So that is the history for my best understanding and the inspiration of what Instagram was built on. Okay. Different than Facebook. Facebook is more a platform where yes, there are photos, but Facebook is, is more of a written platform. X, which was previously known as Twitter is more of a written platform. Okay. Where podcasting is all an audio platform. Instagram is visual. That means the way that you present your content, how it looks, it matters, okay? When it comes to Instagram, when it comes to your content and the way you present it, looks matter. Now, I'm not saying that you need to have a perfectly curated Instagram feed. However, friends, if we are here selling high ticket offers, we're selling something for $2,000, $3,000, and your content looks like McDonald's level, okay? I'm looking for filet mignon. I'm looking for the Ritz Carlton, the Waldorf Astoria level content of like luxury, like hotel level. I'm not looking for super eight, like motel level content. Do you, are you catching my drift here? If we're asking people to fork over four figures, our content, our branding, the way that we show up to sales calls, everything should be reading like very in tune with a high ticket level, including the visual appeal of your content. Now, uh, I recently, with the help of my friend, Alyssa Scott, who is a fantastic uh, branding expert, I invested a little bit of, little bit of money. It was like, honestly, like less than hundred bucks into redesigning my branding. And let me tell you, it was gold. Okay. You can scroll back on my content at cami dot, or excuse me, at cami dot Wilkie on Instagram. It's also linked down in the show notes. And you can go back and you can see what my previous content branding looked like and what my current branding looks like. My current branding is elevated, okay? Anybody will tell you this looks more professional, more luxury, more high ticket, okay? It's more in line with the price tag that I charge. Now, you need to be investing time into creating really visually appealing content with high quality images. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go out and pay a professional photographer for branding photos, although eventually eventually, yes, you will, okay, as your business grows, but you need to be cre- like posting photos that are quality, whether it is something that you took, took with your iPhone, whether it is something that you, a photo that you found in Canva, like you need to be posting high quality imagery, videos, graphics um, that are all consistent with your branding and that are like, reading in a harmony way with the price tag that you're charging. Okay. So what I would do is I, when you're like going through Instagram, I would just make note of certain types of branding, visual appeals of content that you like and save it to a folder on Instagram. And you can also go on Pinterest. Uh, you can go to creative market. Those are all really great resources to help you really tie in and fine tune your branding. Okay. But just know that your visual appeal of your content it matters because if your content looks like a hot mess express and you're asking me to pay you $3,000, something's going to feel off to me. Okay. And lastly, number five, this is competitor research. Now, some people don't like the word competitor. Honestly, 
I think we got to just like call it what it is. You're not the only person doing what you're doing on Instagram. I'm not the only person doing high ticket sales coaching on Instagram. Like I have competitors. You have competitors. Like Chick-fil-A is a competitor of McDonald's, competitor of like Raising Cane's. Like it's just business, okay? We don't have to be upset about it. It's just business. And yes, there is absolutely space for collaboration as well. That being said, I believe that online coaches, especially in the beginning, should be doing competitor research. You should go out and find 20 coaches that are doing something similar to you. Maybe it's not exactly, but it's similar enough to you, but they're doing it at a higher level than you, okay? They're performing more. They have more clients. They have more followers. They have more engagement. They have more traction. They ha- they're they making more money than you are, okay? And we don't have to be intimidated by that. We don't have to be upset by that. But what we can do is we can study what are they doing really, really well, specifically when it comes to their content. Okay. And so you, I would have you go find 20 other online coaches that are doing something again, similar as you and study their content. Now do not copy their content. That is not cool. Do not copy their content. What you can do though, is study the print. How are they showing up on the platform? And study the principles, make it your own, and then start integrating it into your own content. Okay, now don't hear what I'm not saying. I am not telling you. And actually, I'm advocating against you copying them. Do not copy them, okay? Instead, study them. Observe the principles of the content that they are consistently putting out. Make it your own and integrate it into your own platform, okay? into your own content. Let's go ahead and quickly review these one through five tips to help you create content that converts and craft compelling Instagram posts as an online coach that will help you get more clients. Number one, you have to know your audience, their pain points, their desires, their struggles, and you know you have to know how they're saying them, okay? What language are they using, not you as the expert? Number two, use storytelling. You need to have core stories, okay, that you are, they're like key moments in your life, in your own transformation that your ideal client can relate to. But also don't turn your nose up at like the, the daily stories that happen in, in like, like every day that you could share to your content that your ideal client would relate to as well. Number three, be really strategic with your call to actions. You need to ask yourself, what is the point of this post? What am I trying to get somebody to do here? Okay, and what is the point of that? If I'm trying to get them to comment, why am I trying to get them to con- to comment? What am I gonna do when somebody does comment? Do I have a game plan in place? What is your strategic call to action? Number four, visual appeal. Instagram is a visual platform. You cannot just put up sloppy content and expect people to pay you high ticket like prices, okay? It needs to look cohesive. It needs to look branded. It needs to look like high level if you're going to charge like four figures, okay? That doesn't mean that your your content has to look exactly like my content or Sally Sue's content, okay? But luxury content should look professional. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, and so you should spend time making sure that the videos, the photos, like that it, what you're putting out is quality. And number five, competitor research. Okay. I would have you make a list of 20 other coaches that are in a similar niche as you, but they're performing at a higher level than you go to their posts, go to their feed, study the principles of what they're doing on a consistent basis. Cause obviously they're doing something right and start making those principles your own. Do not copy them, make them your own and start integrating them into your own 
content in your own profile. All right, friends, if this was helpful for you, here's what I want you to do. Go to Apple Podcasts, which you're probably already on unless you're listening on Spotify, and please, please, please leave me a review. That helps the podcast grow. It helps me get the show out to other online coaches who need this support, need this value, need this content, and it would do me a huge, huge favor. I love, love, love um, just how this podcast has grown, and I would love to see it grow even more. And it's completely free, probably take you about 60 seconds or less to leave me a review down below. I would so much appreciate it. I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.